Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode, I've spent a really long time brainstorming some questions. To How long? 30 to 40 uh, seconds. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, I'm going to fire some quick fire questions at you. To be fair, the responses don't even need to be quick fire. I'm just going to ask them really quickly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the questions are quick the answers are long <laughs> just some random questions right so they're not going to be the generic how do you go a podcast how do you monetize a podcast because we've answered it a million times and people still don't listen so instead I'm going to ask slightly like, outside of the box you questions. really don't give a shit about our audience <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> gonna do quick fire but they could be long if you're uh, listening, I've taken no time to actually plan these at all <laughs> and you don't listen to if you're anyone. listening to this episode and you've asked us at least three times how can I grow an audience and you haven't implemented what we've said then that is aimed at you okay <laughs> nothing like having a fan base I really like you right yeah yeah um, anyway moving on to the questions some of them are quite generic actually I'm lying but first one what is your favourite podcast and why this one other than this one when you weren't in it this <laughs> <laughs> uh, is boring mine is my first million a fucking sick podcast what is the reason that's your favourite Perfect balance of important knowledge delivered, mostly through storytelling, uh, great rapport from the hosts. Like, So you laugh and learn. Cool. What's your least favourite format of a podcast? Your solo episodes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be a long day. <laughs> you said sure. What is my least favourite? I would say, oh, that's really difficult because I listen to quite a variety i don't know what's yours so i have two which completely polar opposite okay. one is robotic scripted episodes yeah like solo stuff just for me I, I, I find i switch off or interview episodes where you're just like question master but specifically ones with people that aren't famous like if you've got famous guests you can get away with being the question master like oh if you've got someone that everyone wants to know about cool if it's like your cousin yeah, Dave from down the road and you just ask some questions. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that one. Because one of my favourite podcasts is called How to Take Over the World, which is scripted, it's solo, and a guy basically pick a historic figure, let's say like a Steve Jobs or um, like a Napoleon, and we'll just read every single book about them, all the bio- biographies, all the documentaries, and in like one to two hours, we'll just list off their life and the key learnings you can take from them. It's awesome. So, like, some if it's a scripted podcast, it's wow. like one to two hour long solo podcast. I scripted. Yeah, theoretically, that sounds horrendous. Yeah, no, it's so good. He's and I can see why it's scripted because when you look at like a historical figure that's achieved so much, to actually get all of the best learnings from them and deliver it, it must be scripted. I think otherwise, that could easily be six hours long. What is their upload schedule? sporadic like say, that could not be no. weekly no 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 it's like as and when basically uh, right. um, but it's really really good it goes against the grain of everything we advise and it's probably really successful it does it, it's, it is really successful but it's one of those outliers Anomalies. yeah right. it's gone um, what is the success story you're most surprised about in podcasting your career <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that as a compliment <laughs> um success i mean to be fair that one is a really good example because i don't like using the same answer twice but it goes against all the advice um success story i've spoken about it quite a few times but colin nottage interesting health and safety super niche boring topic incredibly successful audio only 
you know, again, goes against some of the things we talk about, but also listens to quite a lot of the things. And that's got a successful subscription membership, has a lot of business into his consultancy business, doesn't have a huge following, but it's probably captured an enormous percentage of his potential market. So yeah, I probably have to go with that. If I had to do one that I knew, if I had to go with one that I didn't, it would be how to take over the world. He, um, Colin commented on my LinkedIn the other day saying how much he enjoyed our pre-lockdown event. So I was talking about doing in-person ones because, as you know, we have an in-person one planned for the first time since before lockdown, right? No. Exciting. I know. Um, and he just commented on there saying how much he enjoyed our pre-lockdown events. And he okay. was very successful after attending our in-person event. So Shout if you're the God. sort of person who wants to take the train to Peterborough or sit an in-person course and let us know and we'll, uh, we'll let you know the details <laughs> and the uh, invoice. Uh, <laughs> um, right. Oh, also, going back to the previous point quickly, because I remember what I was going to say. I listened to a podcast a while ago. It was like on financial advice, right? I've been trying to become more financially literate. So I was like, I'll listen to this. I listened to 45 minutes on my drive and it was like 90% fluff and it really done my head. And I was like, I feel like this whole thing, you've just been talking about everything you guys have done and you've not actually given me any tangible advice yet who is it uh, I'm not going to say that because <laughs> I've actually I think I've used their podcast as a positive example before for their artwork so I really like their artwork but yeah I was just like I don't want to listen to another episode now because I've been listening for 45 minutes and I'm yet to get like any tangible advice right so yeah moving on to the next question what's one creator that you think is very underrated and this could be broad- broadening out from podcasting Doug DeMiro who's he so he has a car channel. He's been doing it for a few years. It is literally him, a tripod and an iPhone. Does car reviews, really basic, no editing. Like, But he's just been, he, he gives really good content, like really good value. Um, so he's got a thing called like quirks and features, which is just like the quirks and features of cars. And as like a bit of a tech geek and petrol head, like I really like that section because it's like, oh, all of like the random like geeky tech things are on the car or like things that just differentiate it. And that's kind of his USP. He spun that off into a company called Cars and Bids, where basically for like super luxury or old classic cars is like an eBay for that. And essentially that's been valued at like 100 million after two years. So that's a really good example of a creator turning their content into a business. And then it basically, a percentage of it got bought out by a private equity firm. So that is a really good one. Cool. Uh, the next question is content that annoys you the most. What sort of content do you look at and just like piss off? Your LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, there is some LinkedIn content that does my head in, which is like turning things into a story. I get like if you have a story, it's really good, but turning things that aren't a story into a story. Oh, like X Factor Audition style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you, 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 you feel like they're crying while they're writing it, but it's actually just like how they had cereal for breakfast this morning. It's really making a heartfelt, emotional, or like really deep story with a lot of understanding under it like posting about how you're not doing very well but making it into a really like motivational post I know you're just you're just not doing very well <laughs> <laughs> yeah. wow I'm so inspired to fail like, I've been failing recently so you should see this as motivation to uh, 
to do better if you want to work with me huh? <laughs> i think that only works if you're like stupidly successful yeah it's like oh i failed recently i uh, accidentally made 100 million on 120 today oh, <laughs> shit. More yeah i think i'd have to agree with that save the soft story yeah uh, what about video content though that i don't like i know i consume a lot of content while you're thinking i've got another one that's LinkedIn go on. related go on when people in the linkedin space will slag something off and slag people off like us what we do and then try and replicate the same thing i love those people <laughs> so don't listen to these podcast mentors who have no idea what they're talking about who charge you for education meanwhile if you want to join my course it's yeah. this one. sorry <laughs> yeah have you seen um the david goggins quote is it him or is it chris williamson no it is david goggins i think it's when he was on joe rogan he's like you'll never see a hater doing better than you oh what a great quote by yeah. the way unbelievable so it, i don't know i feel like people see through it if, you, if you're like slagging somebody off and then immediately pitching the, the same, same thing, thing i feel like like I th- people are smart and they think they're not do you know what I mean? yeah. so like people see through that yeah um in terms of video content i don't know i consume a lot of video content i, I can't think of a particular one that's just bad but you know when you just watch and you go like i'm not at all engaged in this so mine's not because this stuff keeps me engaged but it just annoys me after i watch it which is probably the point of it but really shouty people like they're shouting at you and they're like you should be working 25 hours a day you should never spend a penny until you're 30 years like grind people yeah yeah, Yeah, it's like if you you should be waking up at 4 a.m and going to bed at 5 a.m like (laughs) (laughs) i'm getting minus one hour (laughs) what's your six hour morning routine yeah but then my favorite content is content that pretends to like take the piss out of those people it's like yeah so i went to bed at 12 i woke up at 11 (laughs) 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 just brilliant but yeah people who shout at you it's like motivational stuff but it's just super unrealistic it's like you should be making 30 sales a day and if you're not you should be calling 600 people it's like listen it's not physically possible right i tell you what my favorite content is for people to do not always sometimes for me to consume but the thing that time and time again seems to do the best is case studies i don't think most people Mm. actually share enough often though they make it about themselves the biggest mistake is you go i did this i did that i did this if you said like, here's somebody I work with, they've done this despite them being so busy, despite them having a family, despite them having struggles with health, they've still done X, Y, and Z. And I tell you what, I'm so proud to have worked with them. Absolutely. That stuff, Tag them in it and then let them comment about how amazing you are. That stuff blows up. And so one of my mentors, obviously a client of ours, Rob Moore, he says, facts tell, stories sell. And that is so true. You can say how great you are and you can slander how bad other people are. But if you're listening to this and you offer some sort of service or consultant, whatever, do more content about your clients. Remove yourself from it as much as possible and you will get more clients. For sure. For sure. Next one. What's your least favorite element of running a podcast agency? Don't say working with me. That's excluded from the answer list. Sorry. <laughs> that was on the tip of your tongue then, wasn't it? It was. Uh, <laughs> my least favourite thing about running a podcast agency. Um, my least favourite thing about running a podcast agency, and I think this is for most service businesses, is talking to a brick wall. Is kind of what I was... I, 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 if you're coachable, great. Uh, I might even start giving like a coachable discount. Because there's nothing worse than like telling somebody what to do, 
they do it their way and they get the same results as they're getting before. But now they're pissed off because they've paid you for the privilege. Yeah. There's no point. Similar to that when you do something and then they're like, change it, change this, change that, do it their way. And like, okay, cool. Well, don't judge us on your results then. Like, yeah. Okay. Let you be the expert of your thing. Let us be the expert of our thing. Right? For sure. That And then people who always want advice, you give advice and then they don't action it. Yeah. I mean, it's very frustrating because you just end up giving the same advice three times. And then you start a podcast so you don't have to answer all the same questions over and over again. <laughs> just listen to episode 46, right? <laughs> um, yeah. No, that's I, I'd agree with that. That's similar to what I was thinking. Um, of people that don't trust you to be an expert in what you do and try and have an effect on that rather than just focusing on doing really good content and letting us take care of the other bit. Working with you is worse than that, though. <laughs> I'm the next highlight. One. Actually, the next question, what is the biggest highlight from this podcast? For, since you started this podcast, and don't say before me, but since you started it, what's the thing you look back on and be like, oh, that's my favourite bit that's happened from like running this podcast? Getting a shit ton of clients. <laughs> yeah, I thought it would be. <laughs> <laughs> apart, from, apart from the money. Yeah, no. What do you mean about <laughs> Fair enough. Here's a question. Give me any answer except these six answers. <laughs> of course it is. Look, by the way, we've been able to interview some really interesting people. You're able to ask questions and get in the room with certain people that you might not have been able to before. It's helped me grow a social following whilst being lazy through repurposing. So all of the benefits about podcasting that I talk about are the ones that I've seen. It's the same ones that everybody sees. Clients get to talk to interesting people that normally you wouldn't have been able to and you grow your social following. What's not to love? It's also cool when you meet people and they're like, oh, I, I know who you are from listening to your podcast. And it's like the first time you meet them and they're acting as though they've known you for ages. Like, oh, that's cool. Mm, yeah. It makes you feel important, right? <laughs> I am out of questions from my brainstorming session. Wow. Do you have any questions? Or Zane, do you have any questions? Well, that's useful. Cheers, mate. Wow. Until next time. Right. Cheers, guys.